Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's But I want to start with the scripture out. Um, I want to start with Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs 23. Proverbs 23, verse 24. That's my grandkids. Look at my grandkids. That's my little, she was looking like Selena. All right, here we go. So scripture says, the father of godly children. What kind of children? children. What kind of children? All right, everybody in the back can hear me? All right, what kind of children? Godly children children has cause for joy. What a pleasure to have children who are Wise. wise. So give your father and mother joy. May she who gave you birth be happy. Oh, my son, give me your heart. May your eyes take delight in following my ways. Now, if you are a father and you are in this place watching us online, you are teaching your children every day. Every day, you are teaching your children the way to go. If you are a father, you're here, you're online, every day, you are teaching your children the way to go. If you are father of adult children, I have news for you. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Why? Because they're also behind you as they're adult, uh, doing their adult life. They're watching your every move. Okay. So I've invited Adrian and uh, Jose to join this conversation. And I'm going to start with some real basic questions, real easy stuff before we get into some deep stuff. So I'm going to start with you, Adrian. Um, Adrian. Uh, that's why I sat at the end. No. So, Adrian, how, how long have you been married, Adrian? Uh, going on nine years. Nine years. We, uh, and uh, Jose, how long have you been married? I've been married for 13 years. Would you say those years have been happy? Ooh, no, no, no. They're not happy? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. In the beginning, they weren't. Oh, okay. No, hold on. There was a a little... There was a dip somewhere. There was a dip somewhere, you know? Uh Uh-huh. But, um, I mean, the rest has been great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You? First two years. First two years were horrible. Um, But, you know, it's good now. It's good. It's great. Okay. Yeah. What changed? What changed? Yes. Um, the way we communicated. The, Mm -hmm. the, the, The intention that we had... In, in our household, okay. you know, as far as foundation and what we wanted to follow as a, as a unit. Mm-hmm. I think myself personally, I changed myself first mm-hmm. because there was a lot of things. How did you change yourself first? Man, I started seeking more of God. Uh-huh. Even though I was in the church, I've been in the church all my life, I just started seeking more of God. Um, just because, you know, when you're married, there's a whole bunch of other problems that come up. And I'm like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I need your help. And um, then I got some guidance from, you know, mom and dad. Um, but, you know, I had to work on myself first. All right. Um, Adrian, tell me briefly about your, how many children you have and their ages. So I have three children. I have Adrian, who is 13 years old, Levi, who is 12, and my beautiful daughter, who is now seven, my princess. Oh. Yes. Okay. I think we had a picture. It's coming. It's coming. coming. All right. It's, it's coming. All right. We have Apple products, and they're acting like it's Windows. It's all paid off. Once Apple gets paid off, it starts acting up. All right. So, so you have three kids. Three, three lovely children. And in, from the three kids, you now also have a teenager. I do. That's a big deal. Yes, it is a big deal. That's a big deal. I got a big boy. That's, that's, I was calling this my big boy. That's the big boy. And that's the, that's, that's the one that's going to be driving the car first? Very soon. Uh, Levi, we also had that conversation on the way up here. Uh, really? Yep, because we, we take the phones away in the car, 
That way they're looking around and they become more aware. Mm -hmm. And we tell them pretty soon you're yeah. going to be driving. So tell me briefly about all three of your kids. Listen, briefly. Oh <laughs> briefly, that's hard. Okay, so, right, so let's start, let's start with, start with uh, Jalen. Jalen's just perfect. I mean, I could just say that, you know. Jalen is perfect. She has such a great sense of humor. Um, she's a lot like both of the boys. They don't see it at all, but she's actually a lot like both of the boys. But, man, she is... You're spending too much time on okay, her. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. He just loves Levi, Levi, that's, that's my road dog, man. We, we roll tight together, man. Um, we have the same humor. He's also uh, Einstein, in a way. He is little Einstein. And then Adrian, we're also alike, very much alike, in just the way we think, the way we, uh, our perspective, and he's very creative, so, and, and that's my big boy, he'd be holding it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's go to yeah. you. So I have two boys, I have Nehemiah, he's 11 years old, he's right in the front, yeah, my son, my oldest, um, and then I have Jaden, who's about to turn nine. Um, next week, so I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So briefly, tell me about him. Uh, Nehemiah is very, very compassionate. He loves to love on people. He gives you a hug, even if he doesn't know you. Um, but on, at the same time, he reminds me a lot of myself um, because I was a very emotional child. And um, he keeps us you know, on our toes, but I love him to death. And he continues to you know, fill me up with joy every time I see him. And he's very, very smart. Uh, I think that she got that. Uh, he got that actually from me. Um, not I, I believe so. Yeah, I, I believe so. And then Jaden, um, Jaden is, oh man, that boy. Jaden is my youngest. He is cool. He's down to earth. He loves people. He loves to be around people. He has a crowd that follows him all the, all the time, especially at school. Um, but he is one of, he still thinks he's a baby. Um, and he's a big baby. He likes to cuddle with me in my bed. Um, and, you know, we hang out, watch TV. And we was watching some movies yesterday. He's like, Dad, can I cuddle with you? I'm like, bro, you got a beard. Chill out. Um, but he's awesome. I love him too. He's very smart. He's very, he's funny. He's mm -hmm. funny. You spent some time with him over the weekend. Yes. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he reminds me of my brother. Yeah. <laughs> of my brother. He's, he's very artistic in a way. All right. Proverbs 17, 6 says that grandchildren, grandchildren are the crown of old men. What are they? What are they? of old men my my grandchildren are my crown and the glory of sons is their fathers the glory of what sons is their fathers so what is a father to a son glory. come on glory. what is he glory. fathers are you listening yes. you are to be glory to your sons that got quiet. Some of y'all like, nah, y'all don't know my dad. <laughs> On that topic, how has your, up, your upbringing, your upbringing contributed to how you parent today? There's a lot of value in the, in the fundamentals that we grew up on. And at first, as a, as a kid, I didn't understand why. But as an adult, I, I, I now understand it, and I, and I, and I teach, and I, I'm, I am very adamant about repeating the same things differently, <laughs> differently. But yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of root things that he installed in us while we were kids, man, that I, I remember, dude, I, like, it, it's, it's like yesterday. Mm. Like I, I could, I could shine shoes, y'all. <laughs> yo, yo, and and I don't even wear church shoes. I can tie a tie in like five different ways, and we don't even dress up like that ever. But, but, they, they were all of value for life. Life. Yeah. You? Can you repeat that question? <laughs> How has your upbringing? your upbringing, the way you were brought up, contributed to how you parent today? Oh, um, again, uh, my, my father, uh, this guy over here, um, he was, again, I had, I had a dad that was raising a kid real young, and then I had a guy who 
um, encountered, encountered. Man, look at that muscle. That, that was he was 15 there. <laughs> um, so I had a young dad. So see, my, Rob, Rob, you see that, Rob? You see that, Rob? You see that, Rob? You see that on the top lip, Rob? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually um, in, on A Street in Wilmington, right? Uh, yes. That, that was A Street, Wilmington. Um, so my dad was, he was a good guy. He was awesome. He was always trying to uh, love, love, on, love on us. And I, I learned from that. Um, in the beginning, I was kind of tough, especially with my kids. Um, but I had to learn that I had to um, pull back a little bit and understand that my kids are a gift from God. And the only way to direct them is by allowing them to see how my relationship with God is so that they can see God through me so that they can fall in love with God. So then I use that um, yeah. to raise up my boys. Yeah, and, and Jose said something very important. He said, he said that his children are a gift to him. His children are not my gift. They're my crown, but they're his gift. So, so, so I, I constantly remind them and it's not mine. That's yours. Even when I try to drop them off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, you better drive back. <laughs> All right. So, so, so quickly, quickly, tell me about some of the changes that you have made in your parenting in contrast to how you were brought up. Um, my, my some tone. of the changes. Very good. My, Go my tone being one of the things. Um, and I know my, my, my father is constantly, guys, I'm so sorry. I, hey, I was I was young. I was young, and unfortunately, so was I. You know, <laughs> I was young when I started too, and and all of those things I actually carried on, in being a young father, and 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 because I, I knew it worked with me, I figured it's going to work with them too. But I quickly had to understand that they didn't live the life that I led, lived. You know, their their life just starting out is so much better. So. Well, I think at 30 years old, I'm 32 now. At 32, at 30 years old, I, I, I identified that, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I need to change the way that I communicate with my children. You? Yeah, I think for me, um, I'm very, I'm dad. I'm dad. So when I'm in the house, I make sure that the kids know I'm there, but I love them. I care for them. I embrace them. I always tell them, hey, son, you know I love you, right? You know I care for you, right? And sometimes I think they get sick of the amount of times I say I love them. <laughs> Um, because they're like, Dad, I already know you love me. But I just want them to know that I love them. So every time they'll do something, they know that what I'm about to say to them is coming because I love them. And I want them to know that they're taken care of and that they continue to walk in this right path. So, yeah, mine, mine is uh, I, don't, I don't really speak a lot, especially to them. Um, I just do the look. That's right. I do the dad look like my dad used to do to me. Um, and they're, they're pretty much good. All right. Listen to the question. I'm going to read a scripture, but listen to the question. All right, and let this let this all kind of soak in. All right. So I want you to tell me a moment where you feel like Dad dropped the ball as Dad. Dying, don't don't remember today's Father's Day. Y'all gotta go home to my house. So, but you're gonna tell a moment where I dro I dropped the ball as a dad. Shh. Listen. Would you ask this Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4. I want dads paying attention. I want dads paying attention. Dads paying attention. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and the instruction that comes from the Lord. Now, I speak to dads because a lot of the discipline I gave my children wasn't a discipline that came from the Lord. It was a discipline that I learned. It was a discipline that I learned in my home, that I learned in the community, that I learned because of my culture. And that is the discipline that I brought into my home. But that's not what scripture tells us. If you are a Christian, you are detached from those things and now you are a kingdom father. You are a kingdom parent. And scripture says that we are to not provoke our children to anger by the way we treat them. Now, you cannot detach verse Ephesians uh, 6 and 4, verse 4, from Hebrews 12, 5. Listen to what God says. Have you forgotten 
the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children. God speaks encouraging words to his children. What kind of words? He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline. What kind of discipline? The Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. So there is a contrast into how we discipline and we raise our children in a godly household versus when we're bringing in our traditions and our ways, the way dad did it, the way mom did it, and all of those things. Okay? So now, where so, did I drop the ball? So, so it's, it's very hard, and the reason why, and I'm, I'm not, you know, sugarcoating anything and trying to make you sound great and stuff, because you know, you, there's a lot of moments you drop the ball. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pick one. But, 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 he did hey, a really good job. Hold on, hold on. It's 30, it's a, it's a third, Becky, we, we're going on 34 years of marriage. It's a 34 year journey. All right. And what, and, and the reason I want to have this conversation is because I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to tell you where you are today. You don't have to be tomorrow. Listen, where you are today, you don't have to be tomorrow. So if, if you are having problems with anger issues with you can change these things you you can work on those things you ought to work on those things especially if you're calling yourself a godly man <coughs> all right go ahead. so so again it's it's it's, it's hard though and, and you made it hard because although you were young and stuff and you made mistakes he did a good job of circling back around and i, re I remember though I, i'm gonna get to it but i remember him always saying hey son i'm, I'm sorry i apologize and, and you know, when, when you're a little kid, you have those moments in your room after you just got, got yelled at and, or, or, or beat. I mean, I got, we got a lot of beatings growing up. Hey, shh, man, you gotta yo, 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 but Sesame Place and stuff, and he made us get in this ride after knowing that we were just... We were scared. Dude, we were, we were terrified. We didn't care about Sesame Street or Big Bird we or Cookie Monster. It's, it's in the name, Monster. We didn't want to see them. But he made us, yeah. and he made us have fun. And, and, and I remember, hold on, fast forward, I, I recently took my kids to, to, to uh, Six Flags, and, and I remember tricking them into getting into Nitro. Nitro is like one of the biggest, second biggest rides. And, and I remember their faces during the rides. And, and listen, I even kept the picture, because I thought it was hilarious. But I remember my kids' reaction after the end, because I, I was like, yo, wasn't that fun? They were like, no. no. And, and immediately, I went back to that child, and I was like, you know what? They're, they're good without it. They're, they're not missing out even if, you know, even if yeah. I push them to do it, they're not missing out. Yeah. And I had to bring it back to my dad like, yeah. yo, you a jerk, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you could have just let, let us be, yeah. man, and, yeah. and we would have been all right. Because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of times where, see, you're, you're freaking out and because you see a lot of fake happiness on social media, you think you got to do it too. You think your kids need it, and your kids are telling you, "We don't need it. We we're we're okay. Just play with me in the backyard." You know, but but I Sesame Place wasn't for them. It was for me. It was just like a lot of the a lot of the stuff that you're doing. It's not it's not for the kids. It's for you. All right. That's that was deep, bro. Um, I remember my dad. He once and and this is where I raise my kids right now. My dad said, hey, you want to make sure your kids are good? Make sure that they, you have, they have everything at home so that they don't have to leave. So I made sure that they had everything at home so that they don't have to look anywhere else for a good time. If they want to bring their friends, they can bring their friends. But I want to make sure that they understand that this is a safe haven and everything's going to go well here. You know, uh, My dad, yeah, he was, what, um, he was 15? Can you have me? No. 16? No. 17? 17. 17. Still young. I'm still young. 17. <laughs> You've seen that mustache. Um, he was 17, and you see, we have like three uh, types of dads. I had the young dad, and he had the dad that just met Jesus, and then Alex had the dad that really received God as his, uh, you know, his saving grace. 
Um, so he was just all like, you know what? We can do it better. It's okay. I had the dad. It's like Flanders. I know. It's like, I had the dad that was a little bit tough. He was a little bit tough just because of what he learned. Um, did he drop the bomb? Uh, the ball? Yes, he dropped the ball a couple of times. But I was able to see through my eyes as a child a dad who was willing to change. So yeah, I could I could hold a lot of things against him and say, oh, you did this, you did this, and you know he's a you know, got some big you know hands. Um, but I chose to see something totally different in him, and that was to see the growth that he had. So while he was growing, I was also growing. I was able to say, you know what, my dad is the bomb. Um, yeah, he had some stuff back in the day that he could have done differently, but he was also learning, and I have to forgive him for that. So I don't want to bring anything because you know, it doesn't do anything. All right, and which, which, thank you for that because it brings me to this question, right? As, as a son today, right, knowing your dad has made many mistakes in his past, what would you tell adult sons and adult daughters about forgiveness and giving their parents a second shot? Grace is real. Say it again. No, say it again. Grace is real. Yo, have, have some grace because I think we all know as, as, as parents, I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking to parents and people that are soon to become parents, we, we, there's so many stages that happen in a life, in a, in a lifetime, in, in a baby's, in a child. Yeah. Like there's, and we only go through it one time. So while your child is growing, you're also growing as well. Yeah. So as a father now, I'm like, man, grace, grace is everything, man. So it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's because I am going to live through mistakes. I'm going to try not to make them, you know, but, but, but I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And there's a lot of times where I think about my father in the time and my mother and it's like, Man, they they were young. Yeah. Wow. They, I I I get it. It's, I I get it. You know what I'm saying? And and now, although they're parents, I mean grandparents, they're grandparents for the first time too. Oh, thank you for that, bro. That was great. So, Grace. Grace. No, absolutely. Man. Thank you for that. Grace. Yeah. It's, it's important, guys. You know, take the time just to like, you think about the things that happened in the past. <laughs> And you can hold it against them, or you can grow from it and allow God to show grace and love and mercy. Because if we're believers, we should be able to show that to our parents and to know that he's in control. Um, I remember we had a conversation even some time ago um, where we just laid everything down. And we said, this hurt me, this hurt me, this hurt me. He allowed me to talk to him. And that was a growth. That was a growth that I saw in him. And I was like, uh, can we bring me down a little bit? I hear this feedback and it's messing my ears. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, when I was able to have that encounter with my dad and speak to him, because now it wasn't just father to son. Now it was like father to son slash man, because I'm a man now. Yeah, man to man. So, man to man conversation. So let me, let, me, let me add to that. Yeah, we're getting a lot of feedback over here. And just go to the main room. Yeah, bring down. So, here, so listen carefully with that. And, and Jose and I, we went as adults. We went out and we sat down. Yeah. And I wanted to know how I've hurt him in the past. Parents, I'm going to tell you right now, there, you've made a lot of mistakes. Own up. Own up. Yeah. Sit down with your kids and have transparent conversation. Let your children inform you respectfully. I think these are the areas where you've hurt me. And I felt bad that day, yeah. too. Don't. Because uh. I was just... I was crying, and Rightfully. I couldn't say anything. And can I tell you? And can I tell you about that? I can tell you about that time we were at a restaurant. We were eating together. We were. This is a grown adult yeah. who, right in my presence, became a child again. And I sat there, and I couldn't believe the power I had over this individual. And see, his parents were constantly projecting. We're yeah. projecting. That's what we do. We project. We project garbage, we project, I mean, all, all, your frustrations, your stress, all of your insecurities, you, protect, you project them onto your children. And see, so as I'm sitting there with my son, my son is an adult, and, and, and right there in my presence, he just transforms, and he becomes that little boy again. 
And I had to look over and tell him, son, hold your head up. Son, hold your head up. Son, hold your head up. You're not that little boy anymore. You're not that little boy anymore. I had to apologize. I had to own up to things that I had done. I had to ask for forgiveness. I, I had to give a lot of explaining. A lot of explaining. Not justifying. A lot of explaining. I wanted, I wanted them to have a clear picture of all of the scenarios in our home. So that he may understand, hey man, this is why I, I, I did a lot of this stuff. But hopefully, hopefully, you can see that I'm not there anymore. And that you could learn from that guy. Not to do to your children what was done to you. And that was a hard conversation. It was, it was, it yeah. was difficult. And then you have to understand that. Um, 12 years into the marriage, my parents were having difficulties with their marriage. So on top of them having difficulties with their marriage, they were also having difficulties with maintaining us and showing us love and showing us, you know, that ongoing love that kids need. And uh, sometimes we knew it wasn't their fault, but they would have some outburst that we couldn't control. They couldn't control. They were in the midst of, like, having an argument. And uh, they was like, ah, no screaming. We're like, oh, snap, what's going on? Um, but, you know, I, I would encourage, especially kids, especially men, um, who are out there still holding things uh, against your parents uh, to make a date with them. Take them out. Talk to them. Say, look, now I'm 30. I'm 40 years old. I need to speak. I need to let these things go. Because you'll, you'll learn that sometimes we hold on to things that they weren't able to control and we just hold on to it saying and, and giving them, you know, more, um, like, responsibilities over our pain when at the same time they were just learning as well. Mm -hmm. And we have to be able to forgive them and just say, you know what, I love you, I care for you, let's continue this journey, we got this. And that's how I want Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to add on to what they're talking about. Um, 32 years old, I just had this conversation with my dad and I was actually upset with, with my brother and sister because they were, my dad was like, bro, all you had to do was just hit me up, let's do some you know, uh, breakfast and dinner and, and talk. And I'm like, when, when do we have, when were we allowed to talk back to you? When? When? I, I didn't know, I was, I, was, I was writing a long message to my brother and sister, like, yo bro, y'all ain't tell me? Y'all ain't tell me y'all talk to Pop? Like, couldn't we have done this as, as a group? <laughs> he told me, oh yeah, they already, they talked to me and stuff, I just haven't heard from you yet. And I'm like, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't, but but it, but it's true. As 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 we sat at, at at a restaurant at a diner, in his presence, uh, that that child came back. Yeah. So stop there for a second. The reason I picked a public place is because it settles us. We knew, we're neutralized in our emotions. We can't get ghetto. We can't lose. Can't it. I mean, you <laughs> you can. You can. Waffle House, shout out to Waffle House. <laughs> you can. But it helps us control our tone, our volume, how we speak to each other. And um, I'm sorry, Gaddy. No, no, no. It, it, was, it, was, it was so refreshing. I, I, I wanted to take the approach of being mean to him. I, I did. I was like, you want to take, I'm going to see all this. And he was just, yo, he's ready to receive in here. And I was like, dang, love this dude. Mm. I, I love him for that. You know, and, 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 and it, it, just, it just makes me want to make sure that I, I, I can communicate that to my children yeah. and, and have that safe place, provide that safe place for them to continue to grow as an adult. Again, guys, we, we're only parents one time <laughs> through all these stages in life. Hey, when, when your kid starts walking, remember, remember you're all giddy, excited? I could do that too. I could walk backwards, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but, but when a child, when a baby walks, it's, yeah. it's, they just graduate. Yeah. So there's so many moments of graduation and we always forget that us as parents, we graduate as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And one of the things I, I established with, with them in that conversation, uh, again, not justifying, but giving an explanation. I wanted them, I wanted to, to hear all of the perspective. I wanted to know, I wanted them to know, I wanted them to know the value, the value of having this community. Yeah. The value of having 
a church that was speaking into the areas of manhood, speaking into the areas of fatherhood, speaking into the areas of marriage, speaking into... Listen, I... I, I don't want to be that church that all we do is talk about end times, end times prophecy, end times prophecy, end times prophecy. I, and, and, and have our families, yeah. have our families torn apart. I think that's the worst thing. I, I don't want to be that church. I refuse to be that. So, so, I want, I, I, you know, so I wanted them to understand you guys are blessed to have the tools that mom and I didn't have. We, I remember making an appointment. Becky can tell you, Becky's right there. And I made an appointment with a pastor because I, I didn't have anyone to speak to. I didn't have, I didn't have bare knuckles. Nope. I didn't have bare knuckles. I didn't have the community of knuckles being thrown. <laughs> <laughs> I was receiving knuckles. Receiving knuckles. I was like, no, daddy, no. But listen, listen in all seriousness, listen in all seriousness, I didn't have those things. I made, I, made an, I made an appointment to see a pastor, I remember, because I was in trouble. My marriage was in trouble. When was the appointment set for? Six months after. Six months. Wow. Wow. That's and this is an emergency in my life. And this was a pastor that I was always invited to, to do ministry in his church, to do music. So I could, I was good enough to worship, I was good enough to praise, but when it came to some help, it took six months. So I want you guys to always appreciate your local church, man. The, the value into your marriage, into your children, into the relationships. So I, that's one of the things I was telling them. Like, I didn't have those tools. So I didn't know what to do with my anger. I didn't know what to do with that fury I had inside. I, I, was, it was, I, was, carrying, I was carrying a lot of this toxicity from my, my family. Bring it in. Becky was bringing her stuff. And, was and it was and and in our marriage it was colliding. But do you know the one thing that we didn't know that that this is not about this is not about our family heritage. It's about kingdom principles. Why? Because we're Christians. We are followers of Jesus. All right. I have uh man, we're doing good with time. We're doing good with time. Let me give you another another scripture. Oh, good. That's good. All right. Deuteronomy 4, 9. But watch out. Be careful never to forget. What are we not to do? Never. never to forget what you yourselves have seen. Do not let these memories escape from your mind as long as you live. And be sure to pass them to your children and your grandchildren. Be okay to sit down with your grandchildren. Be okay to sit down with the kids. And, 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 and it's okay to talk about your memories. You know, a lot of the things that we see is falsehood. You know how many people go on vacations? This is funny, right? This is, this is, and, and I say funny being sarcastic. You know, many, you know how many people are Facebook happy? Instagram happy? They go on Facebook and Instagram vacations. Y'all know what that is? It's all fake. It's, it's all fake. You go on these elaborate trips and it's fake because then you come back and you're still in that hell that you left. And I have news for you. Wherever you go, you're there. Wherever you go. Becky and I took our kids to Orlando. Uh, Could you explain quickly what happened? What happened on our Orlando trip when we went, and listen, I worked my butt off, right? Because I'm saying, well, if I take her out, she's going to be happy. Because she wants to go out. Yeah, you want to go out, we're out. We're going to go, and she's going to be happy, and the kids are going to be happy. Everybody's going to be happy. Why? Because we're in Orlando. <laughs> what happened? Straight up craziness. Yo, he made, he made us get in them rides again. <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted us to get on with Jaws, King Kong. <laughs> King Kong. <laughs> I was like, 
And then he uses these stories against us like that. Have you seen these mechanical animals here? No, listen, back then that was a big deal. You know, they ain't got we ain't got all the CGI now. So that was a lot to process. That was like right in our face. Like Jones was like <laughs> But what happened? And he was yelling at us. Um, yelling. Why was I yelling? Because you paid. Boy, I paid all this money. I paid, I paid all this money to get you guys here. So y'all gonna get on this ride. Look, look at this girl. In by, look at this girl behind you. She's smaller than you. She, you can do this. Come she's on. She's in a stroller. Like, like, we was doing, we was doing the silent cry. We was like, I can't do it. Yeah. Hey, but look, it caused friction between oh. mom and pops oh, yeah. and stuff. And, and then, then they got in an argument. Mom stepped in. Mom's like, go, yo, why are you acting like a no, fool? No, 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 no. But then the, the worst thing is that they got in a little argument in the midst of our excitement. And dad is like, we're leaving now. And I'm like, why? Like, we're leaving now. And mom and dad were going at it. And mom's like, this, I ain't going nowhere. Sure, she sure did. She put her foot down real quick. She's so, listen, listen. So then my mom takes like, my brother, on, my brother by the hand and walks him back into Universal Studios. And then my dad takes my hand and walks me out of Universal. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't do nothing. Now, see, see, we can, we can laugh at that now. Yeah, it was as bad as we can. But that was the kind of dysfunction in our home. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, brother. Oh. <laughs> 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 I didn't enjoy Universal that long. It was all right. All right. Now, and, and the reason, the, the reason, the reason I, sh I share that, the reason I share that is because you think a vacation is going to fix it. Oh, it's not. You think going to the beach is going to fix it. Yeah. Like, that's what you think. You think a, a, an expensive date is going to fix it. You think the, the expensive pearls and the diamonds are going to fix it. No, man. The expensive house is going to fix it. No. You know why? Because you're still there. You're still there. And, and you know what though? The, the crazy as as we're reliving that moment, we're laughing about stuff, but we remember. Yeah. We we remember. We remember the the anger. And you should have seen my mom's like, face. We, she was like, like we, "We ain't going nowhere. Let's go, Andy." <laughs> but and and I say this because I say this because there are layers upon layers yeah. upon layers compounding in your children's life. And this is your doing. You're doing this to your children. Your attitude, your outbursts of anger, your tone. You, you know that I, I, I didn't know. Oh, the tone. I didn't know I had something with tone. There is a way that I speak that makes my children cringe. It sets them off. So I have to now speak like Mickey. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I say this. I, I say I. My relationship with my children matters so much to me that if that's a trigger in their life, then I'm going to work on that because I love them that much. But I I had to give myself I had to give permission to have those conversations. And I had to learn that there's a tone, there's a way I speak that sends terror into my family. And you know that I had to learn because, and this is why we go to church. See, sometimes a lot of you go to, and I'm not, not you, you, but I'm saying you in general. I was included in that you. We go to church as a checklist. We just check it off our list. Do it for the week. Yeah, something that we do for Sunday. It was a good thing. God is going to bless me. Why? Because I showed up, checked it off my list. That's it, Right? But we're not listening. We're not learning. And being a Christian is about following the ways of Jesus. Let me say that again. Being a Christian is about following the ways of Jesus. Amen. We're following the ways of Jesus. Not your ways. Not yours. Not your grandpa's. Not that's how that's the way we did it. That's the way I am. He ain't never going to change me. 
you're not a Christian. That's, that's, that you're not a believer. So, so in our marriage, in our marriage, 34 years now, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't Becky that changed. It was, it was my surrender. I had to surrender my life to Jesus wholeheartedly and tell him, Jesus, I don't like what I've done. I don't like the mess that I've created. And I genuinely turn my life to you. If you are real, I just want to pursue you. I want to chase after you. I want to know you. And that was the journey that I had to go on. To, to bring this new father into the home. So I gave, I had to give my, my wife a new husband, but in the same way I had to give my children a new dad. So, <laughs> what are the, some of the things, some of the things that you can remember that, and I know you have tons of stuff to say, but that now that you have a four, you have a fourteen year old son, yeah, and and you this year fourteen, and so as as you're looking as you're looking in the direction of where his life is going to go in four years he's eighteen he's an adult, so in four years he's going to sit down with you hey man I got to talk to you. <laughs> See you think that don't happen, you think that don't happen. Do you know the amount of people that we talk to? Becky can tell you, young ladies that will use profanity against mom. Profanity against mom. Profanity against dad. And yet they'll sit in church on a Sunday and hallelujah, praise Jesus. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm really, but, but I, I say this because that's not what being a Christian is about. And I, told, I tell this church all the time, being a Christian is easy here. On a Sunday, it's only an hour and a half for those that arrive on time. On time. <laughs> it's only an hour and a half. But be a believer and a Christian outside on Monday through, through, through Saturday in the eyes of your wife, in the eyes of your children. So give me something. What you want? <laughs> Give me the contrast, right? Dad before. What were the things that you started to notice in dad? In the changes in his life. Some of the things that you started to notice. Not perfect. By all means. And I want you guys to understand. This is why you, you keep coming. You, you, keep, you, you got to keep coming. Why? Because the work in you is still not finished. Listen, the work in you is still not finished. No, not at all. So we're still working on this thing. Still working on this thing. We went on vacation with um, Rebecca and, and Jose. They took us on vacation. We went to... <laughs> I went back to Universal to get my time in. <laughs> that I missed with my dad and my mom. He, made him, he made him get on all the rides. <laughs> like, you better get on that ride, boy. You like it? You think I? I think I'm joking. I'm I'm, fi I'm 50 years old, and they squeeze they squeeze me into this this little the little seat, and they, the, 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 we got one click, and I'm like going, "You're gonna go on a roller coaster." I'm like, oh, "Yes, sir, we will." And um, and and we went there, and I'm watching Jose, and I'm watching Rebecca, and all I kept saying was like. They've made it. They're so well off. Those kids are going to be okay. They're going to be so much better than where we are. And it had nothing to do with career, with money, or any of those things. It had to do with the treatment between Jose and Rebecca, Rebecca and Jose, and the way they treated the children, the way everyone loved. And it was just, it was a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. So, contrast. Real quick, we, got, we have uh, about 11 minutes. I like the way he keeps going to you first. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to you. Oh. Okay, let's go to you. The, the Uno. Uh, <laughs> first, first. Um, the dad that I had before was a dad who was learning. I had the learning dad. He was learning 
everything, trying to figure how things work. Um, he had like a box of Legos trying to put everything together, making sure things got together. The dad that I have now is a friend. Um, he's like a companion. He's like, you know, yo, what you doing? I'm like, I don't even know what you doing. I don't know. Let's hang out. All right, let's go. Let's hang out. And it's more as a friendship now than when I was younger. When I was younger, again, he was young. He was trying to, you know, be a dad, especially learning from the examples that he had um, in his in his dad's life and learning from those examples. He's trying to implement that, but then also trying to bring in a relationship with God now because now he's following Christ. He says something has to change, and then seeing the way that God changed him from the dad he used to be to the dad that he is now. Um, so now I'm reaping all the benefits of his hard work and his labor because now I get to have a friend who is a real good friend. I don't have a lot of good friends, but the ones that I do have, I cherish them. And he is one of my best friends because I love talking to him. My wife says, what are you doing? I talk to my dad. Why? I'm like, because he's my dad. <laughs> and when I talk to him, I, I don't talk to him now as a child. I talk to him as a man. So it's a man-to-man conversation. And I love to be able to bless him. I want to take him to Universal Studios like that. Just come, you got to be friends. Just come hang with us. But that was an enjoyment for me because I've always wanted to make my father happy. And to see the relationship that we have now from the relationship that we had before, it's a whole other ballgame. So, yeah, before it was tough. Now it's amazing. It's great. I, I, I agree with, with all of that. And um, I, I, I know, like the way you like to I know, tag along with that. I was yeah. No, because it, it's, it's true. Um, <laughs> but, but I've really noticed, and I think you can agree, the contrast after mom and dad had that huge argument on 108 I remember Memorial day. Drive. Yep. And, um, My mother wrote me a letter saying, hey, this is what's going to happen. We, we thought it was over. I, my mom to write a letter? Yeah. She was mad. She hasn't written since. She don't written, hasn't written <laughs> since. So. That's a good thing, bro. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. She's texted you a few times. Yeah. Bro. That's different. But, but, um, but, but I remember when they were working on the marriage and stuff and seeing my dad do things that I've never uh, seen him do before. Like, laundry. Like, spending... We, like... Don't don't take this the wrong. My my parents were straight up hustlers, man. They worked hard, hard and stuff. Real hard. But my dad was adamant about his time with us. Like it was more intentional. It was almost borderline weird because it was like, hey man, aren't you supposed to be at work? Well, you <laughs> he, friends? he was a business owner. My my father was a business owner, a very successful business and stuff. But we had a lot more time with pop, and it was like, I we have so much we have so much stories and stuff. So yeah, man. Best, best friends, man. I, I, I love my dad, man. I, I, I look forward for his, his uh, constructive criticism. Oh, he still Although does. Like, I'm like, 34 ah, years now. Just let me be right. Yeah, just let me be right. Just, one just time. like it. Just, just, just like it. When I present it, like it. And he's always got something to give me. So oh I, I, I love that. That's still there. So, but yo, that, that's my road dog. I, I love that we can. I, re, I love that we can laugh. Yo, we could just laugh and it's genuine. It's like we'll just straight up joke and just crack up all the time. But then we also talk about ministry. We 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 have a love for for the for the same father and 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 I love I love and I remember he never he never like forced it on us. No, he, was, he was more being the example in the Bible, and that was displayed in the community. Like we we always would like and we would ask like hey dad why are you doing that why are you doing like why are you doing this and why are you helping this person and, and, and that was the example that we had and stuff and it's something that I, that I carry to this yeah. day Levi Levi can you grab that real quick that uh there's a book right there in the little envelope and stuff but that's something that I carry now too because a lot of Christians a lot of Christians read yep for scriptures on a, it's devotion time we gotta read we gotta read do that. And, and you learn all these scriptures and stuff, but none of that is practiced. Um, I was telling my dad. Oh, is that I, a Father's Day gift? I haven't given yeah, one yet. Yeah, But listen, oh. a Father's Day gift from, from, from my community, my yeah. neighbors. My, my neighbors gift me, my, my children, they, they knock on my door. Levi, what happens when they send you money? What do they ask? What do they tell you to do? <laughs> Good job. Good job, Leo. I don't know. Good job. Miss so Pat will give him some money, right? And, she says what? and what she says? 
<laughs> Miss Pat, anyway, so Miss Pat, she's one of our neighbors. She'll she'll give my kids some money, send it in, and say, "Hey, have some pizza on us," and 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 she would do that, and it's like, "Wow, that's 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 awesome." But but I'm I'm out there with the kids in my community, getting to know them and stuff. Hey, I'm I'm still a dad, so hey, if things get crazy and stuff, I correct it and stuff. But but they 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 like it just the same way that. They saw my dad too, and I remember, I remember like wanting to leave the house and stuff. And my friends would come by. They're like, "Yo, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to play a game real quick with your dad on Super Nintendo or uh, Mortal Kombat real quick." And I'm like, "We can go outside, man. We want to play some baseball and stuff." Like, you want to play with him? He's, he's, he's a grown man. He's mean and strict and stuff, but but they enjoyed that time with him. And 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 man, it, it really makes me. It, it it forces the same thing on me because it's like I. I want to leave that same imprint. That's, I want to stay in my community that way. And, and it's, it's biblical, man. Yeah. It'll be the change in your community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, see because one of the things Adrian said was that, that I was intentional with my time. And though there was friction with mom and I um, in marriage and things, uh, I didn't outwork. See, many people drown themselves so that because because there is there's friction at home. Then let me overwork and overwork and overwork. And while you're working and putting all those hours in, your children are growing by themselves alone. They're being influenced. Someone is influencing your children. You're not someone is influencing your children. Someone is pouring some there's seeds that are going into your kids' lives while you're out there in the hustle, making the money, making it rain so you could have the 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 luxury and all of this stuff. And and what was important to me was I, I wanted to have my kids' heart. I wanted to have their heart. So so spending that time though, yes, we, we had a business and, and that was you spend the time with a Jaden uh, last weekend and he's like Man, you sound just like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my grand, my we spent some time together. My grandson said, "My dad always says that you guys sound alike." And I wonder where he gets it from. <laughs> but, but, but in all, you know, it's 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 so heartfelt that yeah. that when I see when I see some of the things that dads. You know, you're chased, you chase after the wrong things. You think it's the career. You think it's that job. Career. You think it's the money. You think, I'm going to tell you, all of the money in the world, all of the money in the world can't, listen, you're, if, 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 you're, if you have a son who's an addict, your money can't fix it. Your career can't fix that. If you, if you, have, a, if you, have, a, you have a daughter who is, who is uh, in, in prison, Money can't fix all that, and and so it was important. It was important for me. It was important for me to try to to circumvent all of those potential consequences by being present and being and involved was, and being active. And the thing was, the relationship that we have with our my, our parents is amazing, but you know, with when you guys, um, you know, we started, you know, getting better and you know, whatever, um, the love that we're receiving was more impactful because it was coming from dad. Mom was always embracing us, loving us, giving us kisses. Listen, stop, listen, listen. I'm just joking, I'm just joking. And the reason why I say this is because what, what we do is sometimes as fathers, we say, oh, we're dad, we're gonna provide, but then we don't understand that we become the absent father. Yeah. You're there, but you're not there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then he was able to Take the blinds off and say, hey, I'm present. I'm here. Let's do this. Let's do that. Hey, you want to learn baseball? I suck at it, but I'm going to try my best to teach you. Try it, man. I'm going to try it. I tried. But, that's, but that's, that's the thing that a lot of fathers, we have this conversation in Bare Knuckles where we have a, a lot of guys trying to provide because that's what we're supposed to do. No, you're, you know what your son and daughter wants? Your son and daughter wants is a hug. They want, you to, they want your time. They want to be embraced by you. They don't want nothing else. They just want your time. Because all of this conversation is because my father gave up his time. To be present, he was. There was a time he was making money, yeah. making money, making some bread. All right, so, so let me wrap up with this because you guys both brought this up. Uh, are we good? Everybody's okay. You guys are good. Okay. All right, we're gonna wrap this up. Here we go. Okay, good. We're gonna wrap this up. Uh, I know a lot of y'all trying to get to uh, Applebee's and where. You, 
I know you're taking your dads. I know y'all all taking your dads to real expensive restaurants. Real expensive restaurants. <laughs> all right, here we go. Shh. Here we go. We're going to wrap this up. Adrian and, and, and Jose, listen. You were both involved in Little League Baseball. Oh, yeah. Shh. Listen, guys, everybody paying attention. You were involved in Little League Baseball. You were involved in ROTC. You were involved in music. And you were also involved in church. How did you see your father prioritize all of those things? And I want the dads paying attention. I want the dads paying attention. Pops was completely supportive. If there was interest in baseball, we we had the best of the best gear, music, the best instruments. we also had the platform to even practice more. Practice at a at a level to where there was no point of doing it at school. But um, but we did. But, but we did. But um, but church was priority. Say it again. Church, church was priority. Say it again. Dads, I want dads paying attention. Church was priority. Dads paying attention. I remember. Uh, uh, Emmy, we don't have dads in the foyer. Everyone out here. I, I just, I want everybody listening, everybody. I want everybody involved, man. Everybody paying attention. Everybody paying attention. And the reason I say to pay attention is because, again, over and over, we have these conversations and, and we, we don't, we miss them. Yeah. We, we miss them. We miss them. So, so what was the, pro- listen, again, my children were involved in yeah. so many different things. And we were good at it. Yeah. Church, like we have trophies yeah. like crazy. Church yeah. was a priority. At one point we were on a traveling team and um, my coach, Coach Tony, man, I'll never forget. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Corona. Mr. Corona. Our name is Carmona. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Corona, I need the boys, man. This is a very important game. What, what was it? A very important game. I, I, I need the boys. I, need, I, I just need them to play this game, man, and I'm never going to bother y'all again. I remember the conversation. We was crying and everything. Because <laughs> we're kids. Joshua in the Bible took a stance for him and his family, and he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. On Sundays, I would tell my kids, I love you guys. You're the best at that. But on Sundays, we will worship together. I even do that to my guests sometimes. When they want to come over to my house, I said, we're going to church. Who you say what? My guest. When he comes to my house to go to visit, I said, well, you're going to visit my environment that I try to promote at home. So you're coming with me. Yeah. Pastor, I want what you have. Well, you want what I have, but then you have to do the things that I've done. Yeah. What did I do? We didn't compromise. Oh. Yeah. And it wasn't fun a lot of time. It wasn't fun for the kids. Why? Because they knew the guys were out there. They were scoring. They were winning. They were doing all of this stuff on Sunday. I didn't, and it wasn't out of, it wasn't out of anger or forceful, yeah. but I wanted them to learn early. Dad has a priority in his life, and it's not my Little League Baseball. It's not karate. It's not ballet. It's not playing the violin or playing the saxophone or, or you know, I'm not saying that Adrian was in ballet or anything. I'm just saying. He tried for like two what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that it was important that we would honor God yeah. with that little mo- moment of time. Yeah. I wanted them to know on Sunday, I value this time. Why? Because in their darkest moments, in their darkest times, as adults, they would know, how did dad manage this? How did he do this? I wanted them to know that my means was running to my heavenly father. My heavenly father. So um, you want to wrap up with and, a few and, words? And it, wasn't, it wasn't that he, we went to church. We served. Mm-hmm. Involved. Before, before, before singing, playing and stuff, we learned how to serve. That was that Biggest was worship. Thing. That that was worship. If there was, I, I remember. Hey, if you ever see something on the floor, pick, pick it up, it up. in your pocket, throw it in the trash later. So. But we learned how to serve. If it was to the instrument stuff, we learned how to what it took to put that instrument together. We learned how. There's a lot of people who are incredible at, at, in their gifting and stuff, but they don't know they don't know the details of it. So they lack they lack the, the serving part. They, they, yeah. they just, it just lacks. Yeah. You know, so we served. 
Right. We served in everything we did. Yeah. So. so, I mean, that's, that's, I, th- I think that's going to be our time. And, and I wanted to do kind of like uh, maybe two parts of this. But, but the reason, this is, not about, this is not about being punitive. Like, we're not trying to, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is we want you to have a shot. Really want you to have a shot and have an opportunity, opportunities that we didn't have. So this is why we're being transparent. Adrian, Adrian gets to do ministry, um, you know, at a bigger capacity than I could even dream about. Yeah. Listen, but but but, I remember having moments in his life where where he could have made a decision to go in a whole different direction. Had I not fought in in life. Yeah. He could have been going in a whole different direction. However, however, it wasn't it wasn't the the influence of strength, control, and manipulation, but it was out of relationship that he could adhere and he could receive the words that I was giving him. And, and the same thing with Jose. So I I I, I want to have the you know I wanted to have this conversation today because as we go about our day, as we go about our day and Father's Day. I just don't want this to be a, another Father's, just a regular old Father's Day. I want you guys to really reflect on some of the stuff that we've done, that we've said, um, that we have maybe thought and put in place and not put in place. Start making some adjustments. Listen, it's easy. It's real easy. It's real easy. You know how easy it is? Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus, if you follow Jesus and you produce his fruit, your marriage is going to be better. What did I say? Why would your marriage be better? There it is. I fixed your marriage. I, I fixed your marriage. You want to fix your, your parent? <laughs> your parenting? Seriously, follow Jesus. Being a believer, a true genuine, changes everything in your home. Jesus said, we will be known by what? Our fruit. So I'm going to ask you all to stand. Did you receive that this, today? Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Adrian. Thank you, uh, Jose, for being transparent. And, um, and, and I hope, I, I really hope that you at least get something out of it. Just, just something. Something out of it. But if you have a husband near you, a father near you, your dad near you, could, could you make your way to that person right now? I want to pray over you and... I just want to do that. A male figure, a father figure. If he's around you somewhere, he doesn't have to be your biological one. Just make your way. Babes, you be careful, hon. And right there, for those that may not have one, I want you to think about one or a few. Those moms that have males at home and and you're single, bring them around a community of men. Godly men. Expose them. Connect them. Fathers, mentor. Just because you finished raising your kids, God's not done with you. So let's, uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the love that you have. Father, you don't love us as God. You love us as Father. And to be a father requires us to know a father. Lord, and I know the limitations that many people have with what's made available to them. Lord, we're so grateful and thankful for the community of church lord where we can find support strength encouragement guidance and direction heavenly father i pray in jesus name right now whatever garbage whatever 
baggage, cultural, traditional. Lord, I just pray right now that all of those things are broken. That they are absorbed in who you are in your kingdom. Father, may we always pursue Christ to be more and more as the perfect image of Jesus to our husbands, to our wives, to our children, in our community, in our churches. Lord, I pray right now in Jesus' name that as we leave and we part ways, Father, these words, Lord, may echo in our lives that we may not let these words fall by the wayside. Father, I thank you for our life. I thank you for the life you have given me with my sons, my daughter, my wife. Lord, I thank you for the journey we went on and the things that we've experienced. Lord, we will never take that for granted. And Lord, in all of that hardship, Father, we promise we've made a covenant to use it for the good of many, many families. I pray for the families that are here represented today, those that are listening online. Father, we pray that the same way you were manifested in our lives, you manifest yourself in their lives. Lord, you are a good God. Come on, you are a good God. You are a God of second chances. You are a God of hope. You are a God of restoration. You are a God of forgiveness. You are a God of do-overs. Lord, so today, Father's Day, Father, we make a promise, a vow, and a covenant before you, Lord, to surrender unto you, Lord, all things, Lord, so that you may guide us and lead us with your Holy Spirit wisdom. I pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Love you. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.